What is up, Bachelor Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Clickbait. I am Aaron Clancy, joined by my co-hosts, Jill and Mari. Same as last week, um, Joe is not here, but we enjoyed it so much that we had to do it again. As always, we do have our uh, Bachelor Nation breakdown as well as our clickbait of the week. And our guest this week is none other than Christina Mandrell. No one has heard from her since the end of this last season of The Bachelor. Um, everyone's been really dying to, uh, you know, see what she has to say. I heard that word on the street is that she has some piping hot tea. So, like I said, super, super excited to talk to her today. And guys, how are we doing? Mari, you're you're on the uh, you're on the cruise. I am. I'm on a cruise right now. Uh, Kenny and I are on a voyage for my birthday, so celebrating all week still, even though it was on Sunday. And uh, we're having a great time. We're in Mexico right now. I've never been on a cruise. Um, how's the seasickness? You know what? I actually have not had any seasickness, and it's funny because I asked on Instagram for people to give me like cruise tips and advice, and everybody was saying yeah. like take ginger chews, wear like sea bands. The sickness is so bad, and I have not had any ounce of seasickness. I haven't taken anything, so I guess I just uh, have a strong stomach. <laughs> the wow. one thing I know, the one thing I know about cruises are they're super fun unless you get seasick. Then it's like a nightmare from hell. You can't oh, get sure. off the boat. <laughs> You're just stuck right. there. I can't imagine, but thankfully, you know, we're not dealing with that. I too have never been on a cruise and I'm always afraid of like the norovirus, like getting sick and the whole ship getting sick at the same time. That'd be an I absolute nightmare. Didn't even know that was a thing. Really? <laughs> sure. What? <laughs> yeah, I did get a lot of tips about that as well. Luckily, by some miracle, I actually was sick the week before our cruise. So like my right. antibodies are up. I'm like good to go. My immune system's stronger now. So if there is something going around on the ship, hopefully I don't catch it. But I made sure to stock up on my vitamins, um, all my supplements to make sure that we're good on that end. Amazing. Where's this cruise going? So yesterday we were in Honduras and today we're in Mexico and then tomorrow we're going to the Bahamas. And so it's just a little Caribbean tour. And then we go back to Miami, uh, which will be nice because my dad lives in Florida. So we're going to uh, meet with him before we get back to Chicago. Oh, perfect. Epic, wholesome. Vacation. Yeah, I'm not I'm not on a cruise, but we finally got some good weather out in uh, San Diego here. So I'm going to be out poolside. Poolside's my best side. You know how it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Finally I got good that weather phrase. in San Diego. Unbelievable. <laughs> Amazing. Any other plans this week? Anything exciting, Aaron, with your girlfriend? Um, you know what? I should probably take her to dinner or something. So yeah, thanks for reminding okay. me. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, just probably. Yeah, we're we're more of like a, a staycation type um couple, anyways. Not you know, San Diego's so nice. So yeah, maybe bounce yeah. around the city a little bit, find something, uh, find some some fun place to drink cocktails outside. You know, something like that. And uh, James okay. Bonzel, we're celebrating his birthday next weekend, so that's Ooh. gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that got, got to show the boys some love, you know, even though yeah. he has a girlfriend and I have one. But, you know, we still have some time for each other. But they're going to be there, of course, the girls. But <laughs> of course. <laughs> <It's gonna be laughs> fun. I love how that's an afterthought. Like, yeah, they're going to be there, too. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> they're friends with each other, by the way. They're friends with each other. Oh, good. Oh, that's that works great. out. Yeah, it works yeah. out. works out. Double dates, you know. We just can't bro out too much on the double dates or, or they won't be happy. Yeah, Naturally. keep it to a minimum. 
<laughs> oh gosh. Well, Aaron, speaking of new ladies in everybody's lives, uh, I want to get into the Bachelor Nation breakdown because Jill actually has some exciting news on this front too. I do. So last week I was talking about how I was looking into fostering and, you know, kind of recovering from the loss of my cat. And then Saturday, a couple of days later, something told me to go to the shelter. Literally, I woke up and I was like, I'm I like I was laying out things to do that day. And I was like, I'm going to go to the shelter. I don't know why, but I went there and I said, give me your snuggliest, best, most amazing cat ever. And so I met this little kitty. She's not a kitty. She's a cat. So she's three. And I, you know, I spent some time with her and then I went home and I was like, oh my God, like, do I get this cat? I'm really debating it. I was talking to my friends, my family. And then I used my magic eight ball <laughs> to, oh my gosh. To, I used my magic eight ball to, this is like how nuts I am. So I was like, I need to make sure that the spirit of sauce like approves of this. So I was like, sauce, did you send me this cat? And then it said, so it shall be. And then I was like, sauce, then I asked it again. I was like, sauce, am I like, am I meant to get this cat? And it said, absolutely. And I was like, okay, well, I was like, well, that's I mean, a sign if I ever heard one. It's kind of looking <laughs> affirmative. And then my boyfriend's like, flip a coin. And it was, yes. So I was like, okay, fine. So I called and I went and I reserved her for the next day, got all this stuff. And then I adopted her and <gasps> I'm so happy. Her name is Petunia. And literally this cat is the funniest, best, most snuggly, like friendly cat ever. She is so healthy and such a joy. That that's amazing, Aww. Jill. Uh, Jill, you're you're glowing. You're positively glowing. You're radiant. I'm so right happy. Now. Yeah. I know. Smile. Like, I don't know where she is, but she'll okay. make it. So did she sure. come with the name, or did you give her Petunia? No. So she came with the name Missy, and I was like, we oh, can't be doing no. that. And uh, <laughs> like upon naming animals, I normally go for like the most ridiculous thing. Like if it was a boy, I'd name it like Cheese and just like call it a day, you know. <laughs> so I had sauce, so I would just like name it something stupid if it was a boy. But she's such a lady. She's very like, oh, she's her. very sweet. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so she's Petunia, and I call her Toonie, and I just love her so much already. And she's honestly settling in really nice she didn't like hide at all she is just the greatest so honestly guys adopt don't shop if you're looking for a pet go to your shelter see which one calls to you and bring them home immediately that is my and don't forget the magic eight ball you've got to have that i was gonna say i was gonna say jill (laughs) i have have a question do you use that magic eight ball do you use that magic eight ball for other life decisions as well you know i don't (laughs) but i maybe should I yeah, think should. It's, I, it's looking <laughs> like it leads to some good decisions. It looks like yours might be actually magic. And Petunia Go. is Harry Potter's aunt, right? Aunt Petunia. So. Aunt Petunia. Oh, but, oh, my. oh, my God. That's right. There she we wasn't, go. There's a lot of Aunt magic Petunia involved. sucked. Oh, my God. There's a lot of magic involved. But, yeah, she's amazing. And everyone should go adopt. And it's she's the best thing ever. So, <laughs> that's my that's my update. That's my Bachelor I, Nation breakdown. I saw I, I did see a picture of Petunia and Petunia yeah. is, so I'm not like a cat or dog person. I would say like I'm both. Yeah. I'm what not, no, hey, hey, okay, 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 wait, hold up. <laughs> Jill's so ready to, she's so ready to step on my neck. No, um, yeah. no, I like them both, to be honest. Yeah. And Petunia is probably the cutest cat. 
I've just seen in recent years. So yeah, in recent congrats. years, I know. I have to get her on here. <laughs> I have to get her on so so you can see her. But she's gorgeous, and I wouldn't normally go for a girl cat. For some reason, I just really love boy cats. So I was like, eh, whatever, girl cat. But I'm telling you, sweetest cat ever. Highly recommend. Erin, maybe you should get an animal. Cute. I, I, I know Mari has animals. Yeah, get an animal. I don't know. I, I, I grew up having, I had a fish and a lizard, you know, obviously those aren't the same, but, um, you know, maybe one day. <laughs> no, I think you do need one to kind of like soften you up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. All right. Well, the next uh, headline in our Bachelor Nation breakdown is Hannah Brown just moved to Nashville with her boyfriend, Adam Wool. They're super cute together. They've been together for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that they were in LA for a couple of years. And now they're in Nashville, which seems to be like a big hub now for Bachelor Nation, apparently. It really yeah. is. Yeah, Nashville and, and San Diego. I know San Diego, right? In Nashville. I haven't been to Nashville ever, actually. But what? Me neither. Yeah. <gasps> you oh, guys. We it's so both, fun. We should, all, we should all meet up. Yeah, meet, yeah meet let's up do it. <laughs> then we can interview in person. We can do a live podcast with all everybody from Bachelor Nation. It's like <gasps> Wait, such a crazy I, hub. Everyone I has to wear sh- cowboy boots. Cowboy boots and cowboy hats. Oh I love it. Yeah, but uh, Hannah and her boyfriend are so cute together. I think they're the real deal. I mean, this is a huge step for any relationship. And I think Nashville is just going to be like super lovey-dovey, like romantic vibes, in my opinion. So I think they're doing well. And I, I think they're going to keep doing well. I know. I feel like everyone is expecting, like in Bachelor Nation, everyone expects, okay, hard launch, boyfriend for like a year, and then marriage, and then kids. And you know, it just we operate at such a fast pace. But I really appreciate how she's been taking it slow, and really giving it like its own time to grow. I think it's like really special to like move, especially moving like across the country to a new place. That's like, huge Mm -hmm. commitment. Did you watch her on um, that's that special forces show? I I didn't watch it. But I know she won. Yeah, that's insane. She did. Yeah. yeah. She was like, yeah, so she's a hard Adam, ass. It's like, <laughs> Adam better not screw up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. She's, no, he doesn't want to mess with Hannah. Special she set is. of skills. <laughs> I just love how multifaceted she is. I mean, she started yeah. off in pageants, like so did I. And then she became the bachelorette and now she's mm-hmm. thriving in her love life. She went on special forces, which was not easy by any means. Like the challenges no. that they had to do were pretty intense. So props to her. And I love that. Love this move for her. Hoping for her happiness always. Absolutely. Okay, let's get into our last Bachelor Nation breakdown article. And we're talking about Bachelor Nation at Coachella, which just had weekend one. And then this coming up weekend, they will have weekend two. And the fashion, have you seen some of these Instagram posts? Like everybody is killing it. I have. I feel like it is the runway for Bachelor Nation slash influencers to really strut (laughs) their stuff, you know? It's all about the outfits. The Influencer Olympics. Did you see that? That's what people call it. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. No, I I saw Serene post one of her outfits, like super cute. She was wearing this pretty blue dress with some white cowgirl boots. Oh, she was was killing it. it. There's lots of... Yeah, the sunglasses. Yeah, you saw that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm taking notes. <laughs> oh come on! Yeah, no, they. I, I, I do see the fashion. It does look epic. I've actually never been to Coachella one time. I me neither. Really, none of us. Is that why? Are <laughs> yeah. we just like? Are we just like not we broken? going on purpose? Are we just not going yeah. on purpose at this point? I am hundred percent not going on purpose. I know, but like, I just don't think Coachella would be my vibe. I'm very. Yeah. It's so funny because Rachel and Genevieve went, and I predicted. First of all, they both looked incredible, but I predicted, I was like, you guys are going to be in bed by 8.30. 
You guys are going to be in bed because I know that I've traveled with them many times before and we are always in bed. If we're out, we look at each other. We're like, should we go home? And just imagine (laughs) being like in a dusty desert surrounded by drunk people. It's hot and then it's super cold at night. There's loud music. No, it's just like too much. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know why people go. It's just not my vibe. I feel that. But I think one of the biggest reasons is if you like are a super fan of one of the artists bad bunny's headlining he's the first latino headliner ever so that's super exciting and i'm a huge fan so i really wanted to go but we already had our our cruise plan so you know it's just too much for one week but one day i will make it to coachella yeah i did um i did do what's called we called it a couch cella and we just uh, live streamed it (laughs) and 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 sat on the couch and, and drank a little bit. So that was fun. But the main reason I don't want to go, which is weird, is I don't want to inhale the dust and like right. cough. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's I almost like, like I never thought of that. Yeah, it's like you cough for like weeks after some people. I don't know if this is true, but like my boy told me he was coughing up a storm because he inhaled the dust. Oh, so, yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Dirty. I don't know. I feel, but isn't it, is on the same grounds as Stagecoach, which is another Bachelor Nation, like a lot of stuff happens yeah. at Stagecoach. And I'm honestly very excited for that this year. Isn't it like in a couple of weeks, maybe? Yeah, it is. It is. I, I know I had some conflict, like scheduling wise with a, oh, a James celebration. Yeah. So it's it should be coming up. Oh, wow. So you guys are planning to go? No, I'm not. I, I have something else. I, I have something else. We're celebrating James that weekend. But yeah, it's it's like in a week or two or 10 days. Okay. He's like, I'm not counting down <laughs> or anything, exact. but it's in 10 days. <laughs> it's in like 10 days, five, like 10 minutes. And um, but yeah, Jill, a lot of stuff does go down at Stagecoach. I mean, we've had a huge drama featured in Paradise a couple of years That's ago. Cool. It's kind of a big... Uh, I don't know. Grounds for some some drama. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if you're part of Bachelor Nation and you go to Stagecoach and you may be going to Paradise, maybe maybe you should rethink one or the other. You know, it doesn't <laughs> yeah, sound yeah. like they they really go together, but it does make for some good drama. It does make for some good TV. So you know what? Everybody who's thinking about go to par- going to Paradise, you should go to Stagecoach because I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely makes it more entertaining. It definitely makes it more entertaining. Yeah. Okay, so I think this is a good time to go into our clickbait of the week. This one's actually a really fun one. So we're going to have a conversation about what counts as cheating these days. So this article kind of goes through different people's opinions on what counts as cheating, different boundaries in relationships, and kind of how over the years it has transformed massively. Um I know that we are all, we were all at one point part of a polyamorous relationship or maybe like non-monogamous because we were all in the show. (laughs) So we kind of understand the different dynamics within relationships. But I would like to pose the question to you guys. What do you think counts as cheating? I think um, anything that's non-monogamous that isn't explicitly like like, for example, if the boundaries aren't set right from the start and mm. you're being non-monogamous, that could be – there has to be some sort of commitment um, mm-hmm. made between the two people uh, and, and just, like, not being on the same page um, commitment. I don't know. I'm not I'm not really saying it in, in, in that pretty of a package, but essentially <laughs> – Cheating can be on any different medium, in person, social media, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. If if it's not um, 
uh, if it's not explicit, if you have a commitment between you and someone else and you're, and you're entertaining someone else in any way, then, then it's cheating in my opinion. That makes sense. Okay. So if you, I know you mentioned, I know you mentioned how, you know, you would have to go over, I don't know, not necessarily ground rules, but it would have to be an understanding between you and your partner. So you're in a new relationship. Have you discussed hey, I wouldn't be comfortable if you do this. Because I feel like that's such an awkward conversation to have with your partner. Like, hey, please don't cheat on me. This is what I consider as cheating, <laughs> you know? it's Because everyone does have different ideas about what cheating is. So is that something that you've mm-hmm. talked about with your girlfriend? Yeah, so um, it was a little bit simpler than that just because we um, live comparable lifestyles in, mm-hmm. in, in that way. Um like we, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone that's very like, um, you know, out there doing, having a lot of casual sex or something, and then, and you Mm -hmm. get with someone that's potentially not doing that, there could be a lot of, a lot of more conflict, um, in that, in that kind of space, uh, for her and I, we both lived pretty much in the same way. So, um, we didn't really have that many issues. It was mainly like, Hey, if you don't, it wouldn't like me doing this to you, then I probably wouldn't like it as right. well. You know what I mean? Okay. And we've not, we've not really had any issues. Um, so yeah. 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 Okay. Kay and I didn't either have like an upfront explicit conversation about it, but I, infidelity is like a huge deal to me. It, it was mm. the catalyst to my parents divorcing. So that was obviously not fun to be part of as a kid and obviously have been cheated on also in my own relationship. So it's just mm-hmm. something I despise. Absolutely. And I remember asking while we were in paradise, I said, so in terms of like, infidelity cheating like what would your reaction be if you found out i did something that you didn't like that you considered cheating and he was like well we'd probably have to break up and i was like yeah yeah that makes sense <laughs> okay um, correct so that, it was just kind of a way to see like where his head at in terms of like how he views cheating in terms of how serious it is is it something that he would be like oh i don't care you know so luckily we're on the same page about that yeah And I think also having like a past, I think everyone has maybe experienced it in some way. I feel like it's such a common thing, but having like a traumatic past associated with it, like a divorce or, you know, something really bad like that, I think it really kind of like solidifies your stance on Mm -hmm. it. So I'm going to go through just some examples that were in the article and see if you guys think it's cheating or not. So I think the most obvious one is sex. Yes, yeah, cheating. <laughs> okay. Um, a drunken kiss. So, oh, I was drunk. You know, that's always something we hear. A drunken it's kiss. Cheating. I, it's yeah, cheating. I, that's cheating. Cheating. Drunk words are sober thoughts, you know? <laughs> Agreed. Okay. Um, texting or DMing someone and hiding it. Cheating. Yeah, yeah. cheating. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, if, especially if there's an intent to cheat, like, why are you hiding this from me? It could be because it's not a big deal and they don't see it as cheating or it's just a friendly conversation. Mm-hmm. But if they're actively hiding it, I feel like you just have an intuition. So I'd say cheating. Okay. Um, what do you guys think about emotional cheating? So being really close to somebody, kind of feeling like you're feeling a little distant from your partner and then finding out that, you know, they have this blossoming kind of emotional relationship with somebody else. I mean, if yeah. if she's... If my girlfriend is telling her relationship problems to some other straight dude at, mm. at the at the workplace, no, that's not <laughs> okay. The with me. Then, 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 yeah. it's, to me, it just sounds like he's on the bench. 
You know, she he's knows who's the, next. On the bench. <laughs> he's on the bench. But, okay, but if she's planning for a next person, is that not concerning? I mean, I yeah, find that that's super concerning. That's super concerning. <laughs> that is really concerning. <laughs> she's not invited to the cookout. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, one of my good friends had a divorce because her husband was emotionally cheating with one of his coworkers. And it wasn't like spilling relationship drama, but it was more so like, I miss you. Like things like that, like weird things. But yeah, just to finish, Mari, just to finish a uh, work wife, work husband. Yeah, I don't play that. No, I don't need- <laughs> no way. Okay. <laughs> I'm the husband. Okay. Um, and then well, okay. What about like if your partner is, I feel like a lot of it comes down to insecurity as well. Cause you know, mm-hmm. if they have a friend of the opposite sex or if you're in a same sex relationship, the same sex, then what if are somebody's uncomfortable with that? You know, would you, Aaron, would you want your girl hanging out with, with another straight guy? Mari, would you want Kenny hanging out with another like straight girl? Just one-on-one? I mean, Look, I preferably know, but at the end of the day, if they if they have if they're really good friends with a with a, a guy that's you know that for whatever reason, I have to trust them. I trust right. her, so mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Do, would I trust the guy? Probably not. You know, like, right. uh, it, it, would he make a move if he could? I mean, look at her; she's beautiful and she's fun. Like, I wouldn't blame him if he did. You know, that's the only thing him and I probably have in common. Is that we both like it, right? So I understand it, but um, I would prefer that that wasn't even the situation. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, I'm not going to prevent it or try to control it. Yeah, I would agree. I think so. Kenny has a couple of female friends that he's been friends with for a very long time. And I remember one time before I had even moved to Chicago, we were like fresh off of paradise and she works for a radio station. So she's constantly getting like free concert tickets and event tickets and stuff. And she always invites him right so I remember him saying like oh yeah there's this concert I'm gonna go to with Lisa and at first again this is like fresh off of paradise in the beginning I was like I don't really like that like I don't know this person but again my last relationship before Kenny I was constantly being cheated on constantly being lied to and so that kind of still had a little bit of a hold on me but I mean I was like you know what no I trust him like this is a completely new relationship different person and he's amazing like I know nothing would ever happen. Eventually I did get to meet Lisa and like we're great friends she's awesome. So um yeah I think ideally you don't want that to happen but in the end it's about trusting your partner. Yeah, for sure trust. We can all we can all agree on that. We should be trusting of our partners and also following our intuition. If mm-hmm. we think something's fishy. <laughs> we're usually right. <laughs> We are usually right. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, women's intuition is definitely real. Definitely real. Well, Men's intuition? Yeah, no, I was about to say. I was about to say. I was about to say. I don't really have good intuition. I'll walk off a cliff. I don't even know it's there. Oh, Aaron. God bless you. All right. Well, now seems like the perfect time to bring on our guest this week. Christina Mandrell. We've really been looking forward to hearing from her. Actually, everyone has. Uh, This is the Mm -hmm. first podcast she's done since, like I said, the last season of The Bachelor. She's never done a podcast. Never, never. So we have some piping hot tea. We're going to get the scoop, um, you know, the exclusive. And yeah, clickbait, Bachelor Nation. Please welcome Christina Mandrell to the podcast. Christina Mandrell, hello. How are you? Welcome to Clickbait. 
Hi, thanks for having me. Um, how am I? I am. I'm just out of breath already. I've been going and going, but I am happy to be here today. So thanks for having me. Well, we are uh, super excited to have you here for your podcast debut. Um, we haven't met. I'm Mari, by the way. It's nice to meet you. Hello, mm -hmm. nice to meet you as well. I don't think I've <laughs> met any of you guys, but I'm familiar with who you guys are. <laughs> oh, good. Thank God. <laughs> Christina, what's up? Good to meet you, Aaron. Hi, nice, nice to meet you. you. And then nice hello, Jill. You. Your makeup is just like flawless. Oh my god! Thank you. Stop. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say mine. I'm not wearing it. Okay. It's just lighting. It's the flawless <laughs> without it. It's the no makeup makeup, Aaron. Hey, let's go. We love that. I know that you have some some roots in, in country music. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Let's talk about your family and where you came from. Sure. So I, yeah, I do have some roots down in Nashville, which is where I am now, uh, born and raised. I've lived other places in between, but ultimately always come back to Nashy. Uh, my mom is the youngest sister of the Mandrell sisters. So there's three of them total. Back in the day, they used to be a thing. Um, they had a show. My my aunt Barbara, I guess she was kind of like the main one, you would say. She's really big country singer, would be like uh, her and Taylor Swift are the only ones that actually have been a country music singer of the year award like twice in a row or something like that. I don't know. Now I think Taylor's like ran away with it. But that was back in the day. My mom had me. I'm the youngest uh, of three. And she had me when she was 40. So that was like way before me mm -hmm. anyways. That was, that was a long time ago. <laughs> it still I don't like do country music. <laughs> but you were in a Taylor Swift music video. What was you that were. like? Tell us yeah. all of it. Yes. And it did not take long for the Swifties to find that at all. Uh, they're <laughs> they're impressive. They If I need anything like found out, I'm going to call them for sure. So... <laughs> I in Nashville, there are a lot of music videos. I've been uh, assigned with like an agency just to do kind of little acting things here and there since I was 11. And that was one of like the first things I did. So I was actually 12, not 15, which is the name of the music video. And so that was forever <laughs> ago. And uh, I just went, I was an extra through the agency. And then they picked me out to be like the featured, I guess. But she was she was so sweet, so nice. Um, I'm actually, I live in Hendersonville, technically not Nashville, so 15 minutes north. And that's where she's from. And so like she saw the place here. And so you see her just randomly around in town. Uh, the playground wow. that I take my daughter to, like she, you know, sponsored and built and designed and stuff. Um, so yeah, she's pretty big in this neck of the woods and everywhere now. <laughs> so, so, que so question, um, has life been a whole lot different since the show it sounds like it sounds like you had some familiarity with like i don't know famous people or cameras stuff like that how is it now um well i was only on three episodes you guys <laughs> but i think um actually okay well over the weekend i went out for uh chris and whitney's birthday um uh, and she so we're on broadway which i just try not to go there often uh it's yeah but there was, <laughs> yeah, there was like a line of people ended up ending up meeting, like wanting pictures with us and stuff. So that's definitely new and different. So in that sense of things, uh, besides that, like I'm still doing same old thing. Uh, like I said, only three episodes. So I wasn't gone for long. I still doing my, my work, my same job and everything. So mm -hmm. what do you do for work? I'm a content creator. I mean, <laughs> that's what, that's yeah, what go ahead, I say it. 
Christina Mandrell, content creator. Uh, no, I also didn't write that down, but <laughs> but technically that is true. So I, for um, there's a clothing company I've been with for about four years now. And actually before that, I was with two other companies for two plus years doing the same thing. So technically, yes, content creating. And we do, I just got back from Kentucky. So I was in Kentucky this morning shooting clothing and then ran wow. back here to talk with y'all. Um, and so, yeah, we're out of town like twice, uh, like two weeks out of the four weeks in a month shooting oh, wow. clothing, making silly TikToks and stuff like that. So, I mean, I can't complain. It's really fun. And it's, it's the same girls too that I model with and whatnot. So it's, we're really close. And I, I, just to go back really quick, I know you mentioned you were on three episodes, um, but you definitely made a big impact in the house, obviously, Mm -hmm. um, to the fans, to the fans, um, you know, they're lining up to take pictures with you. So just to kind of put yourself in that mindset, then were you really surprised that at that time that you were going home so soon? How did it feel? How did it feel? Well, cut to me crying on the stairs. (laughs) <laughs> I I went into this whole journey experience thing with no expectations. So I don't want to say I was like surprised because, you know, I, I didn't expect anything because that's how I was kind of like guarding my heart. And, and I wanted to get the most out of the experience and grow from it and, and take this opportunity that, I, you know, once in a lifetime shot. Um, and so I wouldn't say surprised, but I definitely with the connection that I had built at that time, I didn't expect to go that soon after the, the fact of, of actually liking him and, and having that connection, if that makes sense. Right. <laughs> and you had the first one-on-one of the season, which is huge. And so I think it's like totally fair to say that you would be shocked to go home so early. And you met his family, correct? Yeah. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. So did you feel um, like a certain amount of, pressure or maybe jealousy from people in the house did you notice anything like that no uh, wait like i felt it or felt it did you did you feel it like after you came back from your yeah your date well you kept it a secret right you didn't tell the girls that you had met his family so did that i mean I, i know that some of the girls found out when zach came in did that kind of create i know that created some tension do you want to talk about kind of how that affected your relationships in the house yeah, sure. I think that I was just kind of, since I did have that early on date, I didn't have that time in the house to bond with the girls as much. And so I think there were a few, you know, days there with that. And then the football uh, date after the, that, I kind of was in bed all day long after that game. So there were like two different days, which that's a long time in the mansion that all the girls were bonding and I just wasn't there to do that. So I was unaware, uh, you know, in hindsight, I do think that there was misunderstandings with me and not understanding like who I was, my character as a person uh, because of that. So I think that, I don't know if it would be jealousy or not per se, but I think misunderstanding, I definitely feel like that was the situation. That was the case. Okay. Because there would be, so after, after the football date, we had the, what would you call the after party cocktail mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, the cocktail. And there were a couple girls that were like, well, I haven't even like talked to you ever because I've known that people have been saying that you're not, you know, not good to be around and that you're hmm. a bully and hmm. all this. And I was just like, well, that's kind of the point right there. You've never even talked to me. Like, you don't know. Like, I don't know. Okay. 
Yeah. And I know that there was that conversation and it came up with the women tell all as well as well that um, you kind of sucked all the energy out of the room. And I remember the yeah. women tell all you said that you were, you're like, thank you for your feedback. I will implement this in the future. Did you think yeah. like looking back now, did you think, could you see some validity in that? Or do you look back and say, no, like I'm just being myself. And I think everybody should respect that. I don't think that means people have to respect that. Um, mm. I did kind of, in the house, I, number one was to be myself, always stay true to myself because no matter what, there's going to be some kind of misunderstanding or, or whatever the case, some kind of drama somewhere. And I know that if I have like me as a rock for myself of staying true to myself and not going out of character that I can ground myself there. And so mm-hmm. I knew that my intentions were pure and that I am a good person and I didn't mean to hurt anyone, but I mean, intentions don't mean as much all the time. So, I mean, I just wanted to listen mm-hmm. to, you know, the feedback that the girls were giving me. But on the other hand, like there wasn't much that I felt like I could do to change, you know, I kind of needed that back at me as well. Like, Hey, well, can you kind of look at it from a different angle as well? And maybe, yeah, I'm a lot and I'm loud and, and I don't want to just, you know, dim that down. I don't want to be annoying, but at the same time, I don't want to sit there and just be think, overthinking. Am I going to step on anyone's toes? Because mm-hmm. ultimately, you know, I want to be myself. So it was just this big confusing mess of what, like, just misunderstanding. I just keep saying that but that's how it was. <laughs> I think an ex- example uh, they showed on, on the episode, uh, maybe you can like, kind of walk us through it was when charity got that group date rose and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and then you said um you were confused as to why you didn't get it that seemed to make some waves um that definitely made some waves. so let me i also would love to talk about that briefly um so we have the football date um i actually i was there for the right reasons but if I, if there were a reason that I wasn't there for the right reasons, it would have been for the football game. Cause it was just like, it lives <laughs> rent free. And my, like, that was such a special time for me because to be included like on a team with like the girls, I, I traveled a lot when I was little, I never got to like stay on a, a team of any sort, but I love to do like sports and athletic things. Um, I didn't go, I went to a community college and like, I was married before. So like, I haven't like had this whole like big group girl house friend experience instead of feel included and like do all that like that meant so much to me regardless of the win or not like that was so cool so I'm even like afterwards in my interview just crying and I'm just like we came through and it meant so much and I you know mind you I had no clue at this time that the girls were being rubbed the wrong way by me and so <laughs> we get to this after party and right away it's kind of like you know I'm getting that kind of feedback towards me where, mm. hey, we've been staying away from you, whatever. And I'm just like, wait, what? And I, and I had the same reaction of like, well, thank you for telling me because I didn't know, let me think about that. So that kind of sent me into the whole like, little bit of disassociating, a little bit of like, let me, like, am I the problem? What have I done? Am I a horrible person? And so there was like a brief moment of that, which is scary when you're like in this experience, you don't have like your family there, you don't have your normal things. And I'm just like questioning everything. And I felt like a monster and I'm like, wait, what have I done? I don't mean to be hurting people. And then you try to overcompensate and you know, then it gets, it just gets worse and worse. Um, also with the, I was not drunk. That was like, 
I don't know if you guys did, did you guys do the, bowl, the bachelor bowl as well like where you oh I did the bachelor bowl so you get you you're, I was just I beat emotionally and physically and then we have the drink in our hand of course to like be um cheersing and stuff so I think I had one maybe two drinks but I was not like <laughs> drunk 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 um with the charity thing she is amazing we were roommates we hit it off right away i am so happy for her very looking forward to the season um what i meant by the confusion thing was that i was confused on what i was supposed to say because i had just had all this feedback from the girls of them saying you seem fake don't you're trying to act like mm-hmm. you're happy for everyone but all this and so you know when asked you know how is it that she got a rose i'm like i'm confused on what i'm supposed to say and so that's where that came from. She deserves all the roses in the world. Like that never bothered me one bit. Okay. Of course not. Like that's like even like it's silly. I get why I have to explain that, but that was never, ever, ever, you know, in question. But there was that, you know, again, misunderstanding because everyone has it in their head that I'm the bully. I'm try- have it out for people. And I'm like, la da I have no clue that people think this. Right. So, yeah. So in hindsight, do you have any uh, maybe regrets about some of the actions that you had? Because obviously afterwards you do get to see the season before Women Tell All, and we'll get into that in a second. But when you're able to actually see everything back, do you maybe see how they were rubbed the wrong way? Because I'll be honest, I was a little confused also. Yeah. So, yeah, I absolutely see that. And I see the other side. I think doing this whole experience, like it's really just crazy to be able to watch it back and watch yourself and cringe at all the things but then also have the world watch it back too and so Mm -hmm. then you get so many different sides of things so I think again it's just so important to ground yourself on staying true to yourself I am never questioning like it was never in my head of like questioning oh was I jealous on that like that's I, I have that to ground myself on but beyond that it's like I don't know what else I would have done in that moment I think there was something that I have grown I think and I'm trying to practice and bring into my everyday life is that I've always just kind of like I'm fine like I'm always like I'm fine I can handle if I'm upset or hurt or whatever I'll deal with it like Mm -hmm. but if someone's expressing to me that they're hurt regardless of if it's because of me or not like if they're upset about something it's not like in my second nature to just be like oh well glad you brought it up because I'm also upset I'm not trying to like one-up it but I think there's some sort of balance to like also expressing like your take on things, your reality of what you're experiencing and that being okay. So I'm, I'm trying to bring that in. It, it's just, I'm the little sister and I'm like, I don't want to be naggy. I don't want to be annoying. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'll be fine. And so I think that's where I could have, I don't regret what I did, but I think that's what I've grown from and what I would maybe do differently. Um, if I could redo it is like, ex- not keeping everything, anything that's bothering me on the inside as well. Cause yeah, I mean, hearing these things did hurt and I would like to, uh, maybe I should have expressed my side of it instead of just being like, Oh, Oh, okay, great. Thank you for telling me. So sorry. Like maybe I should have mm-hmm. been like, this is what I meant by it. Okay. And so I know there were some tough episodes for you. So did you show your your daughter? Did your daughter watch? No, I know your mother. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because that that could be tough. So, how is Blakely May, and does she kind of know what's going on in your life? And is she kind of does she know mommy's on TV? How does she feel about all of this? 
I think she's probably forgotten by now, but whenever <laughs> the the episodes were airing, I guess her teachers at school must have been watching it. Um, yeah. Actually, I know I know they were because since then I've been to the Scholastic Bo- uh, the Scholastic Book Fair. You guys remember those? Yeah, we <laughs> went to one the other day. I I was like, you have to get a book, but I'm over there getting pins and stuff, and like a diary, and I'm like, oh wait, this is for you, not me. Um, but the the teachers the teachers would come up to me from different classes and like, be like oh, we watched this show and all this. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So rewind. I think first episode airs, and uh, the teachers must have said something, and she came home. She's like, mommy, do you have something to tell me? Am I famous? And I was like, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm like, well, like, what do you even say that they don't have how to respond to that in the in the books that you read to become a parent? But uh, right. yeah, she she yeah, I don't know. Uh, she's definitely not gonna watch that anytime soon. Okay. Did you get any advice Fair. from other Bachelor Nation parents? Because I know you know it's a tight knit community. Have you spoken to any of them? Given you know, taken any advice? Given any advice? Absolutely. So yeah, the parents, I don't know if you saw, I did a little video um, with the forming an alliance or whatever. Amanda Stanton's been like an amazing, um, like, I mean, she's just like goals and everything. So, I mean, I definitely looked up to her. I've been a fan for a long time. And so she uh, gave some advice. Um, Michael, uh, after being salty about not being included in that video, (laughs) he, he messed he messaged me and um he was super sweet and then uh throughout the airing nate was tweeting and stuff and uh yeah just i love the parents i love that i love, like definitely feel like they included me and, and supported me because that's i mean everyone has their things but that yeah you, there's definitely some backlash for even considering going on for being a parent mm. well i love that you are now part of such a supportive community of parents um mm. but i also want to pivot a little bit because you're also super supported by Blakely May's father and his girlfriend, which is right. kind of interesting. Tell us a little bit mm-hmm. about that. That, how long do you have? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, it's, it gets crazy. Um, so, yeah, long story short, him and I, so I got, we're together, I just turned 17, like the week we met. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, I got married at 19. Um, my plan was, like, I just wanted to be a mom. And so, like, you know, kid was on purpose actually miscarried twins before her had her it was really complicated pregnancy but she's here she's thriving um she's actually preemie and um yeah so that happened we were married for five five and a half years or so and then when covid happened we our schedules never really aligned before so we didn't really have to like see each other much it was like there's the kid pass it on the way out i'm going to work you're going to work so in tw- uh, you know 2020 happened we and, you know, I bought a boat and then we were just together a lot. And we realized maybe, you know, civilly, we, you know, this wasn't really, we're still young. Let's like make this decision. And, and we don't, we didn't feel pressure to be together because of the kid, if that makes sense. Like we tried to make it work, but then it was like, ultimately it's really clear. We would like for her to see like a healthy, happy marriage, not just like we're staying together because of you. So that was a decision is very, um, you know, mutual. And then, He's been dating, uh, Sydney is her name and he's Blake. So Blake, Blake. uh, Sydney is the girlfriend and they've been together for like three years now, I think. But so we started doing these co-parenting TikToks, uh, which some of them, you know, got some attention and you guys are going to die. I haven't said this online yet. Um, so her, her mom 
sees it, shows her mom. Long story short, we find out uh, because of her mom that, and they saw the Mandrell name, that we're third, we're third cousins. <gasps> no way. So you and the girlfriend are third cousins? Okay, well, at least you and your ex-husband are third cousins. But, <laughs> wow. hey, yeah, that much better be scenario. Uh, Jill, I love that you said that's that. I love that you said that because my response whenever I found out, I was to say, well, at least me and you weren't dating Sydney. And they were like, that's not the time to say that. Yeah. That's That's hilarious. It's so weird. So we're just keeping it in the family, you know? Right. It's a a bond. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. He's got a type. He's got a type. Yeah. Something in the blood. Yeah. Genetically. (laughs) Genetic type. So wrong. That's hilarious. So, um, have you, are you close with anybody from your season? Yeah. So, okay. um, actually, so basically everyone, I'm friends with everyone. There's yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I would say like Madison, Becca, Victoria, uh, everyone that kind of was out of the house before me, like we just mm-hmm. have this big bond. We had, you know, right, right coming out of the house and, uh, yeah, I've seen all of them pretty much since. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's no one that I am not friends with, I don't think. I think after the tell-all, I think it was big for me to realize there were actual, like, issues that people okay. had with me. And so, like, yeah. that was kind of what you saw there of me just being, like, taking it in. And so, since then, I've had one-on-ones with uh, some of the girls, uh, I mean, including Brianna and Brooklyn and all that, and, and chats like just on the phone so we're i mean there's no issues i'm hopefully if there is with anyone out there call me please <laughs> well well <laughs> speaking yeah. of that i was actually going to bring up speaking of the tell-all um so how did you feel going into that day and were you prepared for how it played out would you say that's a hard question Mr. Clancy. Um, so was I prepared? I actually don't think I was prepared. And like I said, no hard feelings towards anyone now. Um, I do think I was a little bit blindsided, shocked about, you know, when my name was mentioned, my Mr. Palmer, like the amount of words that were coming out <laughs> as fast mm-hmm. as they were and as loud yeah. as they were. So I think that's what I saw is like, and I'm, I'm definitely not one to like, raise my voice or argue or anything like that so I mean there's a couple times that I like tried to raise my hand but I think they're very passionate about the things they're saying so I just let them talk Mm. (laughs) how how did you feel how did you feel when you found out that Brianna wasn't going to be at the taping Mm. um I I was definitely looking forward to like that time to talk with her again um but like I said now afterwards all I I just took, I just called her, you know, and said, once I realized, I think that was kind of what I was waiting for. So then once I realized she wasn't there, I just, I mean, we've chatted and, and talked and stuff now all's good. Okay. We love a clean slate. Yeah. Um, so I know you said that you, if you were to do it all over again, would you want to do it all over again on the beaches of New Mexico? <laughs> the fans fans want to know the fans fans are demanding this i mean never say never i i mean if i had like a friend who was thinking about maybe possibly going you guys have all been 
what would yeah. you like what what's some advice you would give them or like what's the best day bed there that you oh. could call it dibs on <laughs> Sh- shady acres right is that i know they have the middle one the yeah the, the middle, middle one <laughs> okay the so middle I'll tell one that. yeah i'll tell the that friend that Okay, so so is this friend hypothetically you, or are we? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could I, be I you. Feel it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And <laughs> hypothetically speaking, would there be anybody that you'd want to see there? Do you have your eyes on anybody? That is critical. Critical. That is we a need good that. We, we actually need that information. Yeah. You, that info. you don't want to see anyone podcast. there. <laughs> I don't like have like a type per se. I think in my recent like adult dating years. That sounds weird the way you put it, Christina. <laughs> um, that I, yeah, I'm just so open-minded. And I think that, you know, to prove my own point that I don't know what I want, like I got married and divorced and all that. So like maybe, you know, I don't know. I'm just so like, I have no expectations. So once again, maybe going in there the wrong way if that person, that friend was going, but I think no expectations, no, no. Maybe that's the okay. wrong. I don't know. <laughs> no, no so plan. Nobody, <laughs> wait, nobody wait to avoid list. the question. <laughs> I know. There has to be some people that you have your eye on. Because when you know when you get there, you kind of you have to know kind of who to beeline to. I mean, you can, you know, talk and be chummy chummy, but things happen fast, you know. All of a sudden you're alone yeah. on the day bed and you're like, Oh my god, what's happening? So I called dibs <laughs> and no one showed up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, I really, I really, I mean, who do you think, if hypothetically speaking, I were to go, who do you think I'd be cute with? Ooh. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think the people that I know, I mean, Tyler Norris is a dear friend of mine. He's such a cutie pie. Oh. He's, he's, he's really oh. exactly what you're saying. Oh. So he's like a little <laughs> cutie pie. I think I might yeah. run over him with my loudness oh. right but he would do yeah. anything for you baby he would do anything for no you. Mm. okay that's not your type okay um <laughs> i'm in the south and like being raised like mm. i think there's a whole i'm over the whole like toxic masculinity like if oh, i go on I a date like if i ask a guy on a date like i'm gonna pay if i asked him on a date you know what i mean like mm, i okay. want i want an equal um you know relationships it's like a teeter-totter sometimes we're gonna need to give and take it doesn't need to be equal all the time but i don't like the whole like he needs to do this for me. Like, I love it's that. Queen energy. Queen energy. I want, yeah, I want to spoil my man. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, mean, I, wanna, <laughs> I want like a partnership and like that's yeah. new to me in my adult life. So that's cool. Yeah. Or not. You, that's the thing. I, or not. Maybe I'm just, I'm independent. I, I'm, it's not just me. I've got my baby girl. Like we, right. and, yeah. and I don't mm-hmm. need um, anyone. So like give it, a, you know, Give or, give or take. So, Christina, it has been so amazing to speak with you. Um, I'm so happy that we got to host your your podcast. Kind of, what is that called? Debut. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your podcast debut. So, uh, to finish this off, we're going to play a little game of quick fire, rapid fire questions. So, just first thing that you think of when I ask these questions. All right. Okay. What is the first thing you do after you wake up? Ooh, I hit snooze for five more minutes to <laughs> snuggle. No, I really, I really just like snuggle my girl for like an intentional five minutes mm-hmm. to like just just hold her while she's still sleeping and because she grows so fast, it's crazy. Right. Okay. Um, what is your go-to cocktail? Um, Jack Daniels whiskey. Okay. <laughs> True Southern gal. 
Um, one place in the world do you have to visit? Um, uh, there's no particular place. I think like going to the Dead Sea would be cool. That's mm-hmm. like coming to mind for some reason. I want to be able to like people float. float in it, and I don't really believe how easy it is supposed to be. So I'm a little skeptical. I want to go okay. try it out. That's unique. I haven't heard that one before. Oh, that is unique. <laughs> I just, I just want to fly, okay. fly around. I'm trying to float, float and exfoliate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cats or dogs? Sharks. Uh, oh, sharks. Okay. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Dogs. If I had okay. to choose dogs. Um, what is the screensaver on your phone? Oh, well, speaking of dogs, um, it's actually oh, this dog. With the rose. Oh, that's so rose. Yeah. oh my goodness. How adorable. Yeah, uh, this is Jesse Jesse Palmer's dog. No. Is oh it? my god, that's hilarious. That makes, it not makes Jesse sense. Palmer's dog. The rose no, makes I, sense. I knew you were I knew you were gonna rapid fire that one, so I wanted to Oh you were? Okay, so you okay. That's actually hilarious. Oh my god, you have to tag Jesse. That's so funny. Okay, go to karaoke song. Oh, um ooh, why, why was I about to start singing? That's not what you asked. Uh, what's the song where it's like, we don't mind. And then I, uh, it's not going to be good. Uh, but like, and then I cry sometimes when I'm Oh my God. I love- what is that? What's everyone together? By four non-blondes. Yeah, four yes. non-blondes. Yeah, that one. Or <laughs> yeah. I like to do, I don't know. I mean, this is a family show. This is a, it's fine. It, it was an awesome power. This show? next song. I don't know. Blakely's not watching it. Um, <laughs> my, I also, my go-to is like, by the divinals like i touch myself because because oh. no one's listening if i'm feeling shy and i don't want to like sing like no one's listening to my singing ability capabilities at that moment they're just like okay. shocked by the lyrics it's a tactic <laughs> I, I see i see okay. okay and then last question what is one piece of advice that you would give to anybody who goes on the bachelor in the future oh one piece of advice um respect yourself first Okay. Yeah, don't try to please everyone. Just make, respect yourself. Okay. S- solid advice. Rock solid. Well, Christina Mandrell, uh, thank you so much for being here. We had a blast with you. And we, again, we're so excited to be your podcast debut. Uh, we hope that this isn't your last and we hope to see much more of you, maybe in paradise. Um, but we definitely hope that you come back and chat with us some more, especially if you do go on paradise. Yes. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Wow, I really liked Christina. I have I to did say, too. She's a fun time. Yeah, I have to say, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I really hope, selfishly, that we see her in paradise, even just for I entertainment, know. if nothing else. <laughs> but I do hope and she finds love. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we're, we're, like, we're rooting for her, too. Too. Uh, by the way. <laughs> we're rooting for her too. Yeah, that was good. I'm glad that she came, you know, came prepared with it. But she didn't tell us who she was interested in. So we'll, I guess I we know. really will have to tune in to see. So hopefully we see her. She's a wild card. Yeah, I'm excited card. for She's the season. Card. Yeah. Same. <laughs> well, again, we just want to thank Christina Mandrell for being here today. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. And as always, make sure to subscribe and submit all your burning questions. Check us out on socials and like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at clickbaitbn on Instagram. From there, you can find our TikTok and Facebook.
Share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you're looking at this week. And Prime members, make sure to listen to clickbait ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. But before you go, tell us a little bit about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Thanks again, everyone. And make sure to tune in next week for a new episode of Clickbait. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>